Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Like the Daleks, Scarrow has been in Doctor Who from the very beginning. And because it's been around for so long, many of its most fascinating details and secrets are quite easy to miss. I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are 10 secrets of Scarrow you need to know. 10. It features a polluted lake full of horrifying creatures. Just like our own planet Earth, Scarrow is an enormous melting pot of climates, geographical features, and ecosystems. And, as you'd expect from a planet that birthed the Daleks, a lot of these are quite deadly. Case in point, the Lake of Mutations, which, as its name suggests, is a toxic lake that has mutated the creatures that live in and around it, making it extremely dangerous to pass through, even for the Daleks themselves. This lake first appeared all the way back in Doctor Who's second serial, The Daleks, where a small monster with glowing eyes rises from the water and terrifies Ian. Since this story aired back in the mid-60s, we've learned that other creatures, like the two-headed dinosaur-like Terracons, also call the Lake of Mutations their home. Basically, you're better off taking your chances with the Daleks. 9. One of its moons is a Dalek factory. Like a lot of ordinary planets, Scarrow has a moon. In fact, it has three, two of which are natural, and one of which was constructed by the Daleks for some characteristically devious purposes. This third moon, Falcus, is interesting in the sense that its purpose is to serve as a Dalek-making machine, capable of manufacturing thousands of the tin cans in a matter of seconds. This means that Falcus could work as a failsafe for the Daleks, in case they ever came close to extinction. We know from the TV show that the Daleks will go to extreme lengths to preserve their species, so having a backup plan like Falcus is definitely in line with their philosophy of Dalek supremacy. 8. It's home to a race of mutated cannibals. Considering that the Daleks love themselves a scrap, Scarrow has seen many battles over its lifetime. One of the biggest was the Thousand Year War, a clash between the Khaleds and the Thals, which resulted in Scarrow being ravaged by radiation. And this toxic land birthed a brand new race of sorts, the Mutos, monsters that were created by the chemical weapons used during the war. Essentially mutated Khaleds or Thals, Mutos live out in the wastelands of Scarrow, banished to a life of scavenging and hiding, and one of the reasons they're able to survive might be because they'll do anything it takes to keep their bellies full. And by anything, I really do mean anything. As mentioned in the big Finnish audio dramas titled Davros and Purity, the Mutos are known to engage in cannibalism. Yummy. 
7. The entire planet can switch solar systems Scaro is obviously not part of the Earth's solar system, thank God. But bizarrely, one story showed that Scaro is actually capable of switching solar systems, should the need arise. Written by Dalek creator Terry Nation, Invasion of the Daleks is a comic strip in which Scaro is described as having moved into orbit around the Earth's sun bringing it directly into our solar system. The Daleks have done this because they want to invade Earth to stop humanity from exploring space. Though we've never seen anything quite like this in Doctor Who itself, the idea of the Daleks possessing planet-moving technology was featured in the 2008 Series 4 finale. Here, the Daleks steal over two dozen planets, moving them from their own solar systems and relocating them to a region of space called the Medusa Cascade. This in mind, the idea of the Daleks being able to apply similar technology to Scaro itself isn't much of a reach. 6. One of its regions is under constant sub-zero temperatures As if a toxic lake full of monsters and a race of mutant cannibals wasn't enough, there's also a region of Scaro that lives under constant sub-zero temperatures, giving the planet yet another deadly tool to add to its utility belt of death. A comic strip published in issue 77 of TV Century 21 depicts a Dalek flying its spaceship over the polar mountains, a series of icy peaks that are so cold the Dalek notes that its internal radial heat is actually starting to fail. This same comic strip also shows us a sandy desert area of Scaro, where the Daleks exterminate the living daylights out of an unidentified race of sand-dwelling creatures. I mean, they're Daleks, what else were they gonna do? 5. The meaning of the word Scaro We've heard the word Scaro spoken countless times throughout Doctor Who history, but in the TV show, there's never been any discussion about what the world itself means. Not that it needs to have a meaning, many fictional names don't, but in this case, Scaro actually does. John Peel's 1997 novel, The War of the Daleks, features the in-universe creator of the Daleks, Davros, and touches on the destruction of Scaro in the 1988 serial Remembrance of the Daleks. In Chapter 8 of this novel, an exchange between Davros and a Dalek reveals simply that the word Scaro means home, in the original Khaled tongue. Now, whether this is really canon is up to you, but since the Khaleds lived on Scaro long before the Daleks were even created, Scaro meaning home does make a lot of sense. 4. Its native plant life is poisonous and sentient Considering the enormous amount of dangers littered across its regions, it won't come as a shock to learn that Scaro's plant life is also quite a threat. Colorful flowers and green grassy plains are two things you will not find here. The Varga plants that are native to Scaro are truly disturbing life forms. They're huge, cactus-like plants that attack with poisonous thorns, which infect their victims with an overwhelming desire to kill. Over time, this poison will infect the victims in entire system, which will result in them being transformed into a Varga plant themselves. It is a grisly fate. As if these monsters weren't disturbing enough already, they can also use their roots to drag themselves along the ground. Everybody gangster till the cactus starts moving. 3. Hand mine fields are cleared by enslaved mutos. 2015's Series 9 premiere, The Magician's Apprentice, introduced the creepy hand mines into Doctor Who canon. These monsters are named quite aptly. They're hands that lurk beneath the ground like mines and are triggered when people walk on top of them, snatching their victims and pulling them down into the earth. Hand mines were present on Scaro during the Thousand Year War, and they're basically inescapable. In fact, during The Magician's Apprentice, the Doctor notes that they leave you with a one in 
1,000 chance of survival. And this brings us back to the Mutos. Handmines are extremely dangerous, and one of the only ways to get rid of them is to actually trigger them. And so, as mentioned in the big Finnish audio drama, The Master's Dalek Plan, the Khaleds would capture Mutos and send them into the field to locate any handmines. Since there isn't much chance of escaping a handmine once it's grabbed you, it's likely countless Mutos died in this way. 2. Its high levels of pollution create acidic rainfall. With the Khaleds and the Thals blowing each other to smithereens during the Thousand Year War, and the Daleks shooting anything that moves, it's fair to say that nobody on Skaro is all that concerned about the environment. For proof, we need only look at the insane levels of pollution that plague vast portions of the planet. In the video game story, City of the Daleks, the 11th Doctor and Amy Pond take a trip to Kalan, the capital city of Skaro. Upon arrival, the Doctor tells Amy that it never stops raining, and that the atmosphere is made up of 30% sulfuric acid. This is because Kalan contains a bunch of Dalek factories that are constantly spewing toxins into the air. A rainy Skaro was also shown in the opening scene of Series 7's Asylum of the Daleks, although in this case, we don't get a good sense of how acidic the rain actually is. 1. There's more than one Skaro. The Daleks generally don't understand concepts like mercy, forgiveness, and empathy, being as single-mindedly evil as they are. And clearly, they don't really understand the concept of home either, because they aren't too fussed about which random planets they actually end up living on. On a few occasions, it's been mentioned that the Daleks have taken over other planets and named them Skaro as well, or rather, New Skaro. New Skaro was mentioned in the Virgin New Adventures novel Birthright, where not many details details were revealed about it. Still, it's clear that the Daleks have no problems with abandoning the original Skaro and taking that name with them elsewhere. Then in 2007's two-part story, Daleks in Manhattan slash Evolution of the Daleks, the Daleks mention that the planet Earth will soon become new Skaro, but this plan also goes awry when the 10th Doctor intervenes. The Daleks are simply determined to survive, no matter the cost, even if they have to switch home planets to do it. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.